The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sometimes you just need an empathetic ear to help you sort out the issues that are happening in your own life. Perhaps a forum of others just like you and guest experts who are helping them and can help you. This is that place. Welcome to Life Happens. Let's talk. Your host is Trina Wines. Fill your cup of coffee this morning and have a seat. What you're going to hear in the next hour is going to be amazing. Now, here is Trina Wines. Well, good morning and welcome to the official kickoff of Life Happens. Let's talk. I am your host, Trina Wines. And I can't even express my gratitude for having the show and having the listeners out there join me, and of course, especially my guest today for joining me on my first show. Now, I'm not going to get into a big introduction of who I am, because I want to ensure that I have sufficient time to um, give my guest time for her story, because really what it is is about the show and the purpose and the focus is about story sharing and learning from other people of, of different walks of life who have experienced those life happens moments. So what it is is that it is a platform for uh, stories of resilience, life lessons, and finding resolutions and direction during difficult times. One of the things about life happens is that it is a human experience, a shared human experience. And so when I was offered the show, that was just, that's what came to mind. And, you know, one of the op- things that are, I'm really fortunate about in my life is that I have ran into so many people, um, you know, just even what I do professionally, um, you know, the contacts that I made. But also, too, when I was uh, doing book tours as uh, being that uh, I had published a couple books and uh, did a book tour for one of them and meeting so many people and hearing their stories. And really, it it just is amazing the resilience that people have when they're faced with those unexpected, unwanted, uh, those, those situations that are absolutely a complete shock to their system and how they're able to pick themselves up and move forward. Because when you do experience those life happen moments, they sometimes can immobilize you and get you in a place where you're you're stuck, and you just really are not sure of you know what is the next step. How can I get past this moment? You can't think of any solutions of uh, you know getting yourself out of that deep hole that maybe you know for some reason you you fell into. So what uh, the stories that you're the story you're going to hear today is exactly that one of those um, uh, where you know the life happens and uh, when you hear her uh, my guest and I'll introduce her in a second here her story you're going to hear about how initially there was a decision it was a controlled decision to uh, start over uh, you know in, in a new place. But then how that came to be where it, you know, things started to crumble and uh, before her and had to figure out how, you know, was going to 
achieve an outcome where, um, you know, she's going to be able to pull herself out of that feeling that, um, you know, have control over her life again. So uh, with that, I do want to introduce my first guest, Sarah Wheelwright. Good morning, Hello. Sarah. Hello. Hello. So, Thanks for having uh, me on, Trina. So I do want to apologize. I do have to say, because when I did uh, write up the show description, uh, I did state in there that uh, you were married. And so yes. I want to make the correction that uh, you, you weren't married, but it was your partner. So um, just wanted to sort of clear that up first. That's okay. So um, now before we get into your story, uh, I would like you to uh, tell us a bit about your business because you are the founder and creator of Trusted Saskatoon, Trusted Regina, and Trusted Marketing. So if you could just give us a little information on um, your business. For sure, yeah. My business um, was launched in 2011, and that's here in Saskatchewan in Canada. And um, essentially, uh, I started an online directory business um, by founding TrustedSaskatoon.com, which uh, basically is a, an online directory of locally accountable businesses. We put all of the businesses through a, quite a strict check, checking process before they can um, be featured on our website. And then we market them to the local public as the, essentially the, the businesses that have been checked out and verified by a third party, i.e. myself and my team. So you as a consumer can go to the website and, uh, and find whether it be a lawyer or a plumber or a contractor or uh, even a, a jewelry store, for example. Um, so that was started in 2011. Uh, 2012, we then opened in our second city in, in Regina, which is the capital of Saskatchewan. And uh, from there, in 2014, uh, we launched a marketing agency essentially to support um, a lot of the local businesses that we're already dealing with um, as the marketing landscape has changed somewhat um, significantly in the last 10 years, of course, with online and social media, and, and many of these businesses were, were really struggling um, and not really knowing what to do. So we were already giving them advice and training uh, with my background in marketing for, for 25, 26 years. Um, so we uh, opened up the agency, and now uh, we're in our third year. We have uh, many clients from within the directory partnership, but lots uh, from without as well, everything from government agencies to Nonprofits to local businesses, and we do things like websites and social media, um, graphic design, you know, you name it, we do it. And uh, we're just uh, in, in talks to uh, open up our third market in Calgary and Alberta for trustedcalgary.com. So it's been a phenomenal ride. I've got a wonderful team of Wonder Women. And uh, we have some fantastic clients, and there's nothing better than watching these great businesses um, that really are run with integrity succeed and, uh, and do well as well. Fantastic. Wow. So you're really expanding. Yes. Yes. Well, well good. Well, well, I just want to let my listeners know. Uh, so how, I mean, I met Sarah um, you know, a few years back, just in, in networking events and in some of the things like professionally where you cross paths. But it really wasn't until then when um, I, because of the suicides of the young people and uh, adolescents that were happening in our area um, that were really coming to the attention of the public that, uh, you know, I wanted to put out a suicide prevention conference. And uh, when I had put it out there on social media saying, you know, we need to just do something, we need to step up. And, uh, you know, I f have, uh, you know, this strong urge of like, you know, starting something. 
and who's 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 on board who's with me and you were the first one like you jumped on like you just answered within you know within a minute uh saying you know uh, i'm there yeah (laughs) yes and so it wasn't yeah and then so when we worked together on that um yeah your expertise like the technical side and all the social media and the website and all that like i mean it wouldn't i know it would not have been as successful as it was um if you hadn't been um, involved in that. So I was just so appreciative of that. And yeah, you, I've seen you. I've seen you in action. It's just, <laughs> yes, it's it was. It was. Uh, it's it was, it's uh, something pretty, to see. Pretty, yes. pretty crazy. We pulled somebody together in a very short period of time, and it was exciting. And uh, but it, at the end of the day, it was something that was so required, and so glad that we had uh, your expertise as well, Trina, because um, we really did uh, have a trio of people that all had different needs and different experiences, and it came together in, in such a, a good way. Yeah, yeah. You just, I guess, you put it out there in the universe, and and like they say, they will come, and and it will happen. And they did. So, <laughs> it did, yes, uh, very much so. So, uh, now, as you know, what this show is about, it's about, you know, those unexpected or unpredictable, you know, life events. And then when, uh, you know, just chatting with you, and then when I heard your story, um, you know, how you came across, you know, the Atlantic Ocean to move to Canada, um, you know, that was really, uh, I was just quite shocked to hear, you know, your story, um, because I knew you as, you know, this, this this business person and, and just it's amazing how, um, you know, you really started like f- from scratch, like f- from nothing. And, uh, you know, <laughs> true, yeah. it, yes. And so, um, you know, not even like, you know, when you move away from it, you know, from your country, I mean, you're leaving your friends, your family, your social worker, your support network. And so what I'd like you to do, yeah, is um, if you want to start, well, I mean, we're going to be having a break here in a, a few minutes here, but if you could please get us started of how it came to be that uh, you moved to Canada. For sure. Um, so uh, I met uh, in my home city of Newcastle in, in the northeast of England, a beautiful big city there. I met this um, um, Canadian hockey player. And uh, we got on and uh, entered into a relationship, and that relationship um, bore a son. Uh, my my uh, son is now a teenager, uh, Dylan. And um, uh, his father's career kind of came to an end, as, as they do. And, uh, you know, initially he was kind of, you know, deciding what to do in, in the UK, but it became pretty much apparent that really where opportunity for him was um, was back in Canada. So uh, at the time, I was in the pharmaceutical industry and, and in sales and uh, doing marketing and things like that. So I, I really wasn't um, concerned that I wouldn't be able to um, work anywhere, whether it be Canada or anywhere else. Um, I also have uh, not your typical English person. I was born in Indonesia. I lived in uh, Bahrain as a child and, and India and various other places. So I wasn't unfamiliar. It wasn't as if I had never um, been anywhere or done anything. I'd actually left home at 18 and lived in Sweden and traveled around for a couple of years. So I wasn't, you know, overly terrified about leaving, but I'd never left somewhere for life before. So that was a a decision, obviously, that that had to be made. But I I took it not with fear, but with an adventurous spirit and uh, started selling off, you know, everything I owned and... um, and uh, had a few goodbye parties, and, and, and it was, you know, a little bit traumatic, you know, to to say goodbye to people, you know, and, and literally pack up and leave and uh, know that it was a, a one-way trip. Uh, so in 2006, uh, we landed in Regina, actually, because that's where his family were, and the plan actually was to 
stick around for a little bit and then go to the West Coast, which is where all hockey players, I think, want to be. Um, but that didn't turn out, and I'm eternally grateful for that. Um, he ended up getting a job with the hockey team up here in Saskatoon as a coach, and, uh, and that's how we ended up in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Okay. So uh, we just have, yeah, just one more minute till... Um commercial break here but uh, so when when you moved over uh, like you said you it was kind of you know a forever thing you have traveled before you have sort of short-term uh, moved to different places um, you know and it is it is a big decision to you know like you said pack up your whole life and come here and you weren't really scared about that so no it's, it's interesting to go through your things and, and these things that you needed uh, you realize that you didn't need them when you have to make that decision on what you're going to take with you <laughs> so there was lots of shoes <laughs> yes and, uh, you know photographs <laughs> yeah. but not the frames because they're heavy and we got a few things shipped over but uh, but yeah it was quite liberating as well to not be so tied to stuff um, but of course as I mentioned just as much stuff since I've been here but uh, you know to showing that you can actually do that and, and the stuff doesn't mean as much as you uh, as you thought it did at the time right so uh, what we're going to do here is we're going to take a commercial break and we're going to come back and we're going to hear about Sarah how she then uh, transitioned into uh, her n- new life as uh, a newcomer into Canada and you know and what that uh, looked like shortly after when uh, you know they settled in and uh, so please stay tuned and uh, I promise you you will uh, really enjoy hearing this story. So we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This 
This is Life Happens. Let's talk. Would you like to join in to today's conversation? We invite you to call in to share your story, ask a question, or add a comment. Please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email to Trina, her email address is trina at trinawines.ca. Now, back to Life Happens. Let's talk. Well, welcome back to Life Happens. Let's talk. Uh, my name is Trina Wines, and we have our guest here today, Sara Wheelwright. And uh, we, when we just left for break here, Sara was just telling us about how she had packed everything, uh, you know, over, the, over her life, her life belongings, and uh, crossed the Atlantic over to Canada to start her new life uh, with her partner and her son. So. Um, what we'll do is we'll continue having Sara uh, talk about how, you know, her first year was in uh, as a newcomer into Canada and what transpired. Yeah, so, uh, so, so landing initially was, was obviously exciting and uh, it, was, it was a beautiful April and uh, uh, nice and warm. So that was nice. So I thought it definitely made a good move leaving England. And... Um, and uh, we say so we moved up to Saskatoon, and uh, I pretty quickly got a job um, with a local radio station in, in sales, and um, and things seemed to be going pretty well. Um, I do remember one one moment, and it was we were probably about I don't know we're here about two months, and it was uh, in the summertime, and uh, it was a beautiful weekend, uh, and and he'd gone away. His the hockey team was was playing away, or he was away on some uh, camp somewhere. And uh, there was a thunderstorm that night, and I was home with, uh, with with my son, who was two at the time, and I think he was in bed. and And the thunderstorm knocked out the electricity, and uh, I was, I, I just felt really alone. Um, I didn't know anybody enough, and, and if you know me, which you do, Trina, like I, Saturday nights, it's not normal for me to be alone and not me out doing no. something or yes. hanging out with friends, whether in the backyard or their house or whatever. I'm a very social person, um, but I didn't really know anybody enough to, to call anybody and didn't really know the city that well, and uh, I remember just being kind of sat there and my, my computer, and, and the power was off for quite some time. My computer was running out of battery, and I couldn't uh, obviously um, juice it up again, and besides, all my friends and family in England were asleep by this time because of the time difference and I remember feeling sorry for myself and kind of having a little cry and, and you know kind of that was really the, 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 the first time I'd really felt homesick you know because I had nothing to amuse myself just to think about things and and if I'll be honest I, I perhaps wasn't in uh, the best relationship um, at the time we were trying and I almost felt like that really I had to move to Canada to, to give the relationship a proper go so um, I guess I kind of was dwelling on it a little bit um, as as things progressed, um, ended up uh, getting unexpectedly pregnant um, again, and uh, much to our surprise, um, finding out uh, one day when I actually thought I was I was having a miscarriage um, when we went to to emergency that it wasn't in fact a miscarriage. I was actually carrying twins, and uh, I was. Um, as I was in the, the hospital and they're kind of doing their, their scan there after sitting there for some hours and getting in. He said, oh, yes, he said, the baby's fine, and uh, so is the other one. So we're like, what? <laughs> so that was a bit of a shock. Uh, and then uh, subsequently after that um, shock, you know, finding that, uh, that the babies actually were um, a high-risk pregnancy. So being having t- 
carrying multiples is a risk in itself, but uh, my twins were a subset of twins, which meant that they, um, called mono-mono twins, which meant that they were actually in the same sack. The, the egg had split late as identical twins. And uh, so things really changed from really kind of, you know, the, the pregnancy, which wasn't planned, to then, you know, obviously identical twins aren't planned. Um, and, and a uh, high-risk pregnancy. high-risk pregnancy as well. Yes. And it uh, put additional strain um, on a already... Um, not perfect relationship and uh, uh, I actually had to uh, schedule to have the twins early they had to be born at seven months um, many of, of, of pregnancies that uh, are mono-mono pregnancies end up you know not happening or on or both um, babies dying so and that was additional strain of course and just trying to keep strong and keep maintained and uh, after six months I actually spent a month in hospital before my scheduled c-section and um, by that point um, I, I knew that as soon as I was able um, um, perhaps you know after six months or whatever when I was going to go back to work that, uh, that, the, that the relationship wasn't going to continue and I was going to be a single mother I already made that decision before having um, the babies but I didn't uh, tell the dad that but I, I knew that that was the case and that I, was, I needed more support and, um, and I needed um, you know more for my kids so, uh, so it was kind of a, a sad but uh, traumatic but, uh, but also you know uh, birth is always an exciting thing so I didn't know what to expect after um, with, with twins and uh, certainly you hadn't planned for that so it was a it was an interesting an interesting time but uh, you know as you do you get through it and there's no other way to do that the twins were fortunately born um, uh, some months and they, they made it through and uh, they spent a month in NICU and obviously spent a lot of time kind of by their side and uh, and then they, they came home after the month and that <laughs> was quite traumatic as well. I don't know how people uh, bring twins straight home from the hospital because they well, are I'm, very I'm, demanding. I'm just thinking about like just even the pregnancy like that, that, that always like every day in the back of your mind like just wondering, wondering you, know, yeah. you know am I going yeah. to ca- be able to carry them to full time and What's going to happen? Are they going to be, you know, healthy? And and also too, like living uh, away from all your family and friends mm-hmm. and you know your support system. So, you know, just you carrying all of this as well as you know twins. Um, I can't even imagine that the stress that involved in that. And you know, and being pregnant, you know, you're that's where this, you're supposed to sort of you know keep calm and and not have stress. But yeah, there was there was one support network for this particular condition. Um, one one website in the world. I don't know. There might be more now, but uh, you know, you were kind of you know making friends with people in Australia or the states or the UK that were going through the same thing as you. And you know, occasionally, you know, you'd have someone that you know dropped off because they you know had their pregnancy had ended, and you know that was uh, that was pretty pretty terrifying but I mean you know there's nothing that you could do I mean it doesn't matter how well I ate or anything it doesn't make any difference right. it's just the situation right. was what it was so to a certain level you have to just accept that and, and, and do what you do but uh, you know your priorities become um, you know as, as a mom your priorities really do um, become children first and, and you have to look after yourself for that and uh, yeah so it was it was difficult but you know uh, you know crap happens you know as you say so you just get on with it and uh, 
again, you, you, you realize, you know, when you're younger and you go through stuff that you, <laughs> the, the stuff that you used to get stressed about, the stuff that I used oh, to get yeah, stressed I about know. before being a mother and before being a business owner, mm-hmm. I see it's yeah. nothing. <laughs> no, I know. People it's always say, like, how do you, know. you know, have this yeah. much energy to put into your business and, and you work all of these long hours? I'm like, well, geez, motherhood certainly uh, sets you up for that. <laughs> Lack of sleep and long hours. So, yeah, so it's, it's all, it all became, um, you know, more tools in my toolbox that helped me down the road. Yeah, no, that, uh, so now, you you know, you have, you know, newborn twins, um, you know, and already a son, and so you have, you know, your hands full, and here now, you know, with, with uh, the support, you were saying that the support really wasn't there for your partner, or, or things weren't, uh, uh, you know, you weren't aligned or, or things. Yeah, I mean, know, he, he, in, he in obviously was going through his own kind of struggles right. with the situation, but, sure. but he dealt with it in a way that we became, you know, instead of bringing it close together, it just it just showed the divide that was there, and uh, and he didn't deal with it, in, in, you know, in, in, in a good way, um, which I don't judge him for. Like, that was that was his journey. Um, you know, but there came a point when, when the twins were, you know, getting to six, seven months old and, uh, you know, I couldn't stay there anymore because I felt there was a toxic, you know, cloud hanging over the house and it wasn't good. I ended up sending my son um, to, to live with his grandmother for a little while while I sorted out what I needed to do. And um, to, to, cut a, to cut a long story short, um, you know, I found out some revelations after I'd made the decision to leave, which explained why, you know, things were so bad, um, you know, in the relationship. And, uh, you know, I knew then that I'd made the right decision and uh, it, was, it was time to do what nobody goes into, you know, motherhood really thinking, which was, okay, now it's down to me. I'm, I'm the parent, I'm the single mother, and I have these three people that depend on me entirely, and uh, I need to make sure that I can provide everything that they need, and, and, uh, and uh, that was um, the decision that, that wasn't really a decision that I made. It was what had to happen, so... Um, you know, it was time to just kind of get down to it and, and um, you know, work it out. Right. And so uh, when you had uh, talked about, uh, you know, learning some revelations about uh, what was going on with your partner, I mean, we won't get into that, but, um, you know, it had to be where because he, you know, was was struggling, you know, coping with, you know, again, there's so much change. I mean, you know, with moving here and now, you know, having a... Um, you know, newborn twins, and there was the high-risk pregnancy and, and other things that were going on in his professional life that, um, yeah, so he was doing things that where he was trying to assist, you know, himself in, in coping, uh, yeah. but wasn't wor- working, definitely was against sort of working against uh, or, or, or in causing more hardships, I guess, to the relationship. Yeah. 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 So yeah, and then uh, so so obviously we we went through um, a, a long, actually, and unfortunately drawn out separation, which meant that uh, uh, all finances were tied up. So I had to, you know, really bootstrap my way uh, forward. I wasn't able to get credit because I hadn't been here that long, and uh, so I had to really pull things together. Um, and 
the only thing that I had any really effect on by the time I got to work was, was how successful I was. Being a being commissioned salesperson, um, you know, it, it's essentially, you know, the harder you work, the better your results. It comes right down to that as long as you know your stuff. So I, I had to make a decision to work harder than I ever had in my life to make enough money to be able to, um, you know, support all three of us and support, you know, starting from nothing as, uh, you know, I had no need anyway but again I had I had no support my ex had actually left the province completely uh, he was now in BC and um, the, the extended family was in Regina um, you know and my parents uh, I'm an only child my parents are in England and they you know offered support as much as they could but uh, you know I wasn't I, and somebody said to me like are you going home and I just looked at them like I am home <laughs> you know, it never yeah, occurred to yeah. me to, to, to pick up my kids and go running back to England. I'd already, by this point, you know, realized the potential of, of where we were in, in Canada and, and, and saw that this was a place where I didn't know quite yet what I was going to do, but it felt right. That gut feeling. Um, I yeah. knew that I was where I was supposed to be. Um, couldn't understand why I had to be put through what I was going through, but something told me that this was the place that I was meant to be. So I just knuckled down. Um, was able to, um, again, luckily in, in the career that I had, I was able to, to you know, do well and, and afford a nanny. So I had uh, this wonderful uh, lady from Philippines that moved in with me, and, and she was my wife, basically. She was the best wife ever. And uh, uh, she was, was able to, to support my long hours and, and what I needed to do to sustain financially um, the situation. And, um, you know, we, we battled through, and, uh, you know, that was, uh, that was great. And, and before long I was the top salesperson on the radio station and uh, you know really showing that if you put your mind to something that it, that it happens I think uh, uh, my parents um, you know keep, keep saying to me like we don't know where that came from like you weren't particularly driven as a child like you liked what you liked <laughs> but you know but there's something about yeah. having the responsibility of, of your children looking up at you that you just you know you put other things aside and then selfishness yeah. has no place when when you have to do what you need to do so um, you know we managed so, to, to make it work and uh, and as things progressed I, I knew when I first started that there was something lacking within um, the marketing landscape because when I first came to, to, to Canada and we needed everything like we, we bought a house that was flipped that it was empty so everything from curtains to carpets to, to bedding to cutlery, like everything, and, and we were given some things by uh, by his family, but very little. So I really struggled um, to find good places to buy these things, and uh, I, I'd never really um, dealt with a furnace before because you don't need that in England or air conditioning. And there was lots of differences. I, I'd been to visit, but I'd never, you know, went looking around somebody's house to see how the mechanical room worked. So uh, it was a big learning curve, and I was looking online at the time in 2006. You know, it wasn't really much to find there. So it was a bit of a struggle. So I thought at the time there should have been some kind of website, because I'm coming from England where it was a bit further ahead, where people could find local, you know, suppliers and contractors and stuff like that, you know, so, and, and, you know, get some unbiased advice. So that was really, you know, when we first moved here that the original, you know, idea of mine kind of, you know, happened. And then obviously with all the twins and the separation and all of that, it got put on the back burner. And... Um, then I, one day I was uh, I was at work at, and Marina, the, the, the nanny, had called me and just said, oh, you know, there's something leaking in the basement. And uh, so I dashed home and I left my computer at the office and, and went back. And sure enough, there was kind of water from the basement, but I worked out that it was coming from the kitchen. So I 
uh, kind of went through the um, phone book and was looking for this particular company that uh, that said that they had an office in that area of the city and that they fixed it. If, if they didn't fix it right, they'd come back and do it again for free. So I called this company and then I had to go back to work. So I just left my uh, check signed with the with a nanny. And uh, to cut a long story short, they ended up ripping us off and uh, we were charging us hundreds and hundreds of dollars for something that uh, in reality only cost about 20, 30 bucks. And um, once I realized what had happened, you know, I went and, uh, and confronted them and they just dismissed me. Um, and I think it was to do with the fact that I was a, a woman and, uh, and uh, you know, basically I said, well, I'm going to go and you know, review you because your service is terrible and you're quite rude. And and then I remember the the gentleman at the time said, "I don't care, go do whatever you want." So that was the um, the fire in uh, under me that was like, "Wow!" So I kind of went looking to see how I could, you know, warn other people, you know, not to go to this company. And I, I really found again that that hold on, that's not really the thing. I, I didn't want to have this happen in the first place. And if this is how they treat me, then I'm sure that this is not a uh, you know a, an individual incident. And I'm sure this is you know really the how the company treats its customers you know overall. So I really wanted somewhere that stops that from happening in the first place. Not not necessarily helping me deal with the fallout, but somewhere that's going to give me a place that I can find companies that I can trust. Um, because my dad so, had said, oh, Sarah, I'm somewhere just going to, women could, sorry. you know, find, find somewhere that, that don't have a man in the house in his old-fashioned attitude, but, but it stuck. And then I remembered, you know, I had the same struggle as a newcomer. I wasn't a newcomer anymore. I was dealing with a different set of circumstances. And when I started asking people, they began telling us stories. You know, oh, yeah, my friend this, or this happened to me. And, and it wasn't just in services. It was across all different, um, you know, industries and stuff. So that's when um, I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going to have to do something about this. Um, so that's when the, really the process started, at, at really formulating the idea for Trusted and the directory concept. And uh, I was working uh, on the night and, and putting things together when the kids were in bed and uh, uh, eventually... Um, you know, started making absolute steps towards it and, and met with a web design company and sat with them and met with um, women entrepreneurs of Saskatchewan and, and built a business plan and, and brought in a salesperson. And then eventually, when I had something that was more substantial, I went to uh, the radio company and said, look, this is something that I want to do. And, uh, you know, will you support me? It's not going to affect my day-to-day stuff because I'm, I'm just going to manage it on an evening and this is a person that's going to go out and do it. And I met with the vice president and um, he said, how far down the road are you? And I just turned my computer around and showed him the, the website. And he's like, oh, I was kind of hoping you hadn't gone that far and wasted your money because, you know, websites don't make money, right? So <laughs> he said, what are you going to do when it fails? So that was another fire in the uh, <laughs> underneath me and just thought, well, yeah, that's, that's kind of a weird thing to say. And I said, well, if it fails... I'll come back. I mean, I've made you a lot of money, I'm sure, as, as a top salesperson. Like, you've already seen what I can do. So if it fails, well, you know, at least I've tried and, and I'll come back. So uh, that was kind so of... So, Sarah, we're just going to have to break here for commercials. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But I do want to, like, this is actually a good part where we can... Um, you know, you talk about where you've had this experience, and it was a terrible experience now as a single mother, you know, yeah. having to, you know, get good service. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you're going to do something about it. 
You're going to cha- actually change it for other people around here. So what we're going to do is we're just going, going to go into commercial break, and then we are going to hear about your steps, about how you're taking action, and uh, of your because of your terrible experience. So we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Life Happens. Let's talk. Would you like to join into today's conversation? We invite you to call in to share your story, ask a question, or add a comment. Please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email to Trina, her email address is trina at trinawines.ca. Now, back to Life Happens. Let's talk. So, welcome back. Uh, to Life Happens, Let's Talk. Uh, we had uh, just talked with my guest here, or she's telling her story, Sarah Railwright. And uh, so I don't know if, you've, if you have missed a, a little bit. I'll just summarize real quick is that uh, she had moved from the UK to Canada um, for, uh, for opportunities were there for her partners. So she had brought her son and, and moved to Canada. Um, that relationship uh, you know, sadly ended, and uh, she had 
uh, now newborn twins with still and her and with her son had uh, you know left the relationship now she's a single mom uh, trying to you know make ends meet but still you know was was fortunate in her career that she was uh, the top salesperson in her company because she really had to bear down and and uh, you know make some money you know make sure that she, you know felt financially secure for and and support her family so she was just telling us about her terrible experience with a service provider and uh, in regards to you know something that broke down in her household and uh, how that gave her the idea of uh, you know what uh, this shouldn't ha- this I didn't like this happening to me I didn't like the way I was treated they didn't uh, reconcile um, with with what they did um, in regards to that ex- bad experience so um, this gives me an idea and I'm going to fire ahead and start something on my own so go ahead Sara. Yeah, so uh, after initially being told that my idea would fail, it just <laughs> gave me more of a, <laughs> a spark, so to speak, um, you know, to continue on with doing it. So um, basically, uh, I'd spoken to the VP in the December, and uh, uh, they basically didn't really like what was going on, because what happened, it, it, it actually was a hit. Like, people, when my salesperson had gone out to, to see them and gone to their presentation, they're like, yeah, that's a great idea. So people were buying in, and uh, they really then really started to think of me as competition within the walls uh, for advertising dollars. So um, uh, to cut a long story short, I ended up getting uh, similarly dismissed unexpectedly and uh, talk about taking a leap. I mean, I, I, you know, in reflection, it was the best thing that could have happened for the company because, again, I put another fire in my, in my, uh, underneath my butt, and uh, you know, there's something that really gets me, and and, and as a personality type, and it's it's un- you know, if, if something's unjust or unfair, you know, rather than complain about it, I, I tend to do something about it. So uh, I was unfairly dismissed, and then I, you know, decided, well, that's it. You know, as I walked out the door, I remember turning to my, you know, boss that had fired me and said, "You think I'm competition? You wait." <laughs> yes. As I kind of walked down you know with that yay I got the good kind of last word in there and um, so I did I, I left and I ended up um, uh, working 24-7 literally for um, my business and that really took it from you know taking off quite nicely to just exploding and, and uh, June 1st 2011 uh, we launched uh, trustedsaskatoon.com to the public uh, we had about 67 businesses on at that time um, and uh, you know and that was it I just kind of went for it and uh, it's haven't really looked back since yeah no and uh, and that's you know the thing is that what I love about your story is that um, you know you it was like every time there was a roadblock put in front of you, not only in, in, in this case in regards to your, um, you know, the employment being let go, basically saying like, good luck. And instead of that, you know, sort of discouraging you and, and causing you some angst or some anxiety, you're like... I'll show you. You know, it. Yeah, it, it I was terrified. You. Like yeah. I'm not gonna. <laughs> well, so it was right. Like no, absolutely. Because that, you're looking after. Like, yeah, yeah. Salary. You know, months, going. Yeah. But you know what? Um, I, I think that if that hadn't happened, um, you know, maybe things wouldn't have been to where they were because nobody was selling it any better than I could. Who created the concept? That that passion that you have. That that genuineness. I mean, an ultimate salesperson is not somebody that sells it just to sell it. They're passing on their passion for something. To they're transferring that passion to the potential buyer and who was better than me to do that 
Yeah. So that's no, why exactly. it works so well. Yeah. And with, with all your experience and the skills, you're exactly, and you just really put that, those to work. So, so now, um, you know, you have your business and I know it had, you expanded to, you know, now, you know, it went to Regina and then it was trusted marketing because you, you know, opened it wide open, um, you know, adding other, other staff with other skills because it was growing, you know, and growing fast. So of course you needed sort of the workforce behind that in your office. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, And and also we bootstrapped. So, so there was no loans, there was no nothing. Um, uh, The banks, you know, didn't really know what to make of an internet directory so they didn't uh, they weren't prepared to to, to to give us any money so really had to you know grow from stage to stage you know on our own and uh, now we oh, are yeah. a team of uh, seven women and uh, we've actually licensed Regina so uh, Bonnie and Regina now is the owner she used to work for me and now she's kind of the, the licensee down there and uh, yeah we have in-house web designers and graphic designers as well and just uh, learning all the time and, and, you know, working with these wonderful local businesses and uh, organizations. And it's, uh, you know, I still, you know, occasionally pull a 70 to 80 hour week, but I love what I do. It's, uh, it's a blessing. It really is. And I could, and, and really where, where I am in, in Saskatchewan and the opportunity that came from here, the tremendous support that I've had from, uh, the community, from the, from my clients, um, you know, and the, the business community, especially the women, um, in this business community has been, uh, uh, again, the perfect storm, right? Yeah, best place, best and, and you are a great support to other women, you know, that are yeah. um, started businesses and that. And like you, um, I mean, the network, you know, around you and, and in Saskatoon, especially with women wanting to either start up or or owning their own business. Uh, yeah, and you, and you really are part, huge, right? Smack in the middle of that and mm-hmm. um, getting events going. Uh, another thing that you, you know I have seen is that because of your you know you your success and your feeling that because of the support of the community is that you've been working, um, you know, or volunteering, sorry, volunteering a lot of your services for nonprofits and uh, other great causes too. So if you want to name a couple of those. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, support, you know, who supports you and the community supported me. So uh, get, giving back to Habitat for Humanity, um, obviously Ignite the Life, um, uh, Benefits Night Swinging with the Stars, uh, Dancing in It, which was uh, a lot of fun, but very scary oh, as yes, well. Yeah. You actually then uh, helping with the marketing um, and individuals. You know, if, if somebody comes to me with a story of someone that's got a, you know, had a hard time, we do what we can to, to help those out. Uh, we actually rebuilt a woman's house for that got uh, badly ripped off by contractor and uh, obviously I didn't rebuild it I mean I just happened to know all of these wonderful local businesses that had the skills that were needed and uh, they donated um, time and efforts and energy and, and materials and uh, this woman's house that was crumbling around and we ended up uh, managing to put that together for, for, for no cost to her so that was great and, and what I do is, is uh, wonderful I'm blessed yeah and, and because of all that you know you do in the community as well as um, you know the the success that it definitely is you know seen and uh, because of the growth and you're sort of you know everywhere and uh, you know many people know you and, and of course your your business but uh, because of that maybe uh, if you want to speak on some of the awards that you had won because of all that 
Yeah, we've, we've been very fortunate. Uh, we've won the uh, uh, Provincial Chamber Marketing Award. We've won the uh, City of Saskatoon Chambers Marketing Award. We've won um, a couple of uh, international Stevie Awards. I was in New York for uh, accepting those for both entrepreneurship and, and marketing. Um, I was uh, a little bit embarrassed to be the recipient of the uh, Women of Distinction Entrepreneur Award in 2014 because that was about me, which was kind of weird, um, you know, because it's not a solitary endeavor. It's my team that uh, make the difference. Um, my idea, but how it's put into action every day is, is it's impossible for me to just do that. Um, and then uh, a really poignant award this year, which was the uh, Saskatchewan Award for Newcomers, um, the NIA Awards, and we won the, uh, uh, the NIA Award uh, for Growth. So to come here and now kind of in my 11th year in Canada, I became a citizen um, earlier on this year, which was a huge honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be the yes. award, you know, from, from landing with nothing to um, being recognized for growth as an immigrant um, and a contributor um, was, 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 was very emotional. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like it's just, uh, yeah, this, I'm sure the past couple of years for you have just, you know, you'd probably wake up every morning just so grateful, feeling so blessed. And I mean, I, and definitely it's not, there isn't luck involved because I'm, I mean, all these, you know, things that happen, I mean, they certainly, uh, you know, weren't lucky, but, uh, or fortunate. But the thing is, in the end, that's just the way that you, like you said, you um, pulled up your bootstraps and, and you got, had to get a fire under your butt and you knew that, you know, this is not a just about me. Like, I mean, I have people that I'm responsible for, little ones I'm responsible for, and I need to figure this out. So before we go, and your, the last question that I have for you, and um, and I want you to um, you know answer this for our listeners, is there anything that you want to share um, in regards to what you have learned over these uh, last few years, or just pass on some some lessons uh, you know to people out there? Well, I think that um, one of the um uh, the fallacies out there is that you know um, that, that it, um, so people that are successful it looks easy, but it's what's happening under the, beneath. I mean, you know, supporting the kids, but also they had to they had resentments, I'm sure, against the business because they had to put that first for a while to get it off the ground. It was my baby as well, um, you know. But it's um, balance is something people talk about a lot, and I'm just like, I don't know when that's going to happen. Maybe when I retire, you know, having to sacrifice oneself. Um, you know, I've put on 25 pounds since I started this, you know, because of a sedentary lifestyle and not having the time to to put myself first whether it be dietary exercise whatever you know it was either the company or the kids you know so uh, I'm trying to regain that now and trying to kind of move forward and and you know not have to go to every opening and network you know people know me now so they come to me and that's great Um, but I think yeah I think um, if you want to do it I mean everyone told me like what a stupid time to start a business as a single mom of three with you know money issues or no money and and it's like well um I had the motivation, and if I'd waited, that was my fear. If somebody else had come up with the idea and done it, I would have mm-hmm. kicked myself for the rest of my life. Right. I, I didn't want to miss out on that opportunity because I believed in my idea. So I had to do it. There was no other choice. I had to pursue my dream. Yeah. Well, good. So I guess what it is is that if um, what I'm what I'm hearing um, out of out of that was that if you like, I mean, you knew in your heart of heart, like your gut was telling you every like every part of your 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 being was saying like, you know, the time is now, you yeah. know, and and yeah. uh, you know, and yeah, everything that was 
kind of it got me to that point, you know, from going through a divorce in the UK when I met my, my the father of my kids, you know, which which triggered that to to coming over here to everything that happened, everything that was a negative actually played into the path that my life was taking to get me where I am today, and as I go forward. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for being open and, and telling your story because really I, I do believe that, that, you know, the people out there listening uh, are, are probably thinking that, you know, some of the same things is that, you know, there are, there are uh, maybe a dream or a passion or, or something they want to get off the ground, but it's just they're hesitant because, you know, they're, I guess people are always looking for that right timing or mm-hmm. that perfect timing, but it just, it really is never happened. It happens. It, I mean, there's always going to be things that are going to, uh, you know, get in the way or distract you or whatever. I mean, and uh, so, yes, so I want to thank you again uh, for that thank you. and, and uh, being my first guest. And uh, no, you you really are an inspiration to uh, a lot of people around here. I mean, especially, you know, women um, that are trying to, um, you know, start a new life and, and uh and wanting, you know, some direction or some guidance. And uh, you've been a support to that, especially in the business world. So thank you very much. And uh, you have yourself a good day. And I just want to let you know, like, you have contributed to the show and, and to maybe other people out there. And um, so thank you for that. Thank you, Trina. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Bye, Sarah. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed uh, hearing what uh, Sarah had to say in her story. Um, and that's one of the things about that's going to be so wonderful about this show is that, you know, the people, the guests that I have are going to be everyday people. You know, they're going to be your neighbor, the person down the street, uh, somebody you work with, maybe, you know, a relative of yours. Um, you know, uh, it could be really anybody that, that you, you know, the day-to-day people, um, that you can relate to and these stories uh, that I want to bring forward on the show also want to be where they are relatable to everybody so um, there is going to be a variety of topics and I think what you'll hear as we go along on the show is that for sure you are going to feel really quite strongly connected to one of these stories so please continue uh, listening and uh, joining us every Monday morning so uh, check on the website uh, on Voice America on the Empowerment Channel under Trina Wines Life Happens Let's talk. Uh, If you want to learn more about me, you can also uh, check in on my website, uh, www.trinawines.ca. So you'll you'll learn a little bit about me, of course, my bio. Um, Also there, I have uh, my books there as well. So there is Eating Myself Crazy, which is about uh, emotional eating and how uh, the diet industry is is really uh, manipulating us in um, continuing the d- dieting mentality or the roller coaster, the hamster reel that we tend to go on and off. Also, the other book is uh, Am I the Only One Struggling Being a Teen? Uh, and now these are self-help books. And um, so please check them out. And I think that uh, you'll see some of the information on there, including my blogs, uh, may be interesting to you. So I want to thank you again for joining us. And uh, 
next week on Monday, I am going to have Jody Rollins, and she is an international psychic and medium, as well as a life coach. And I believe that uh, you are going to find her, her story very interesting, but not only uh, her story about uh, how she learned about her gifts, but how she uses them to help other people. Because again, although this a lot of my guests are going to be people with stories that um, have life happen moments, I'm also bringing guests that support people through those life happens events. So, and how to get them moving forward. So again, thank you for joining us and uh, please keep up with um, the show and uh, we'll see you next Monday. So have a wonderful week and take care. Thank you for joining us this week for Life Happens, Let's Talk. Please join Trina Wines again next Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We've made this week just a bit easier. How about coming back next week? We'll see you right here.